What up, though, friends? It's your girl, Jessie, from the What Up, Though podcast. And guess what? We were nominated for Detroit Choice Favorite Podcast. I need everybody to, of course, keep listening to the podcast. But go to DetroitChoiceAwards.com right now. Vote What Up, Though, for Favorite Detroit Podcast. Unlimited voting. Um, top three from this category will be able to go to the award show and then nominee for y'all to come back and vote again but go to detroitchoiceawards.com vote what up though for your favorite detroit podcast and i'm sure you'll recognize some other names on there too for uh rappers artists whatever but just make sure you vote what up though. Tell your mama, tell your daddy, have your kids, show your kids how to press the button. They are already on their tablets. Unlimited voting. Please vote for us. We love you guys. Thank you. Now, what about the lingo? What are some terms or some phrases one might hear in the city of Detroit right about now? Uh, what up though? For sure, that's. What up, though, everybody? It's your girl, Jess G. And it's your girl, Tashi. And we are back with another episode of the What <laughs> Up, Doe podcast. <laughs> you know what she... <laughs> You know it's your girl. I know it ain't. I know it ain't the style. Yeah. You know it's your girl. And our one of our favorite returning co-hosts is back in the studio. Me. Who me? That's you. Hi everybody. It's Courtney. Courtney. Hi y'all. I am so proud of you, Tasha. Thank you. What did I do? Look at me. Pressing the button. Press the button on time. Maybe. Maybe. No delay. Maybe. Cool. You see how I slowed up that? Because uh, I panicked. Joe. I said, oh, God. Oh, God, no. Then how you bring purpose. it down to, like, mellow it out? I'm oh, like, yeah. That's the engineer love. right there. That's, That's the engineer. I'm glad you noticed that. Yesterday's price is not Period. Period. Not even close. <laughs> not even close. Put us up for all your hosting needs. Yes. Um, Give us time to Google how to work your your uh <laughs> your things. Coming soon. So Coming we soon. have new friends every week. So uh, Courtney, what's your name? What's your sign? My name is Courtney, and I'm a Leo. Whoop whoop. And, and speaking to the mic. Come closer. No, I was just telling you to come a little closer. Ooh. Yeah. Closer. There you go. Okay. Yes. You a Leo? Yes. You know what they say about them Leos. Well. You're a liar. <laughs> well. I'm an exception because. You're a liar. This week I have was interacting with a Leo. I was like, oh, you make me look real good. <laughs> Bro. You got to taste the. I was on that what call. people be talking about. I was on that call. It was real bad. I fell asleep. I'm like, damn. And I'm like, this too much. I'm oh, just, he's a Leo? Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to just lay down. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh, take, child. It was a lie. Was I a was lie. knocked the fuck out. After, like, the first hour, I'm like, I just need a little nap. When I came yeah. back, too, they were still there. He had the good. Like, Jessica, drama. are you sleep? I had my phone. I had put myself on mute, too, just in case I let out a couple snores. She's like, she has a work <laughs> meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I, was so t- I was exhausted. Acting like she had a work meeting. Um, I feel oh, like yeah. I... 
I feel like I know Tashi's answer, but how you doing, friend? I'm blessed and highly favored. I know that's right. <laughs> I'm good. I'm doing good. I'm chilling. I'm in school. I'm working. I'm trying not to lose my mind. That's all. I've been struggling mentally. I've been struggling Ding. mentally. I'm trying not to quit my job and be homeless you with my baby and live in a box in the middle job. of the winter. Uh-huh. That's all. That's all. I just don't want to be homeless in the middle of the winter with my baby. It's cold outside. Hey, my baby don't like cold. If you might get a lot of money standing on the corner with a sign. With a baby? With a baby. They almost get me. They never do. But it'd be close. I'd be like, ah, damn, the kids out here too? Damn, they ain't in school? Oh, yeah, we're not gonna outside. have you do that. You can't do it. No. Well, I'd rather get alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather just get alone and figure it out from there. I'd rather go to work. Shit, it's available. Decent. You said it what's is. The, yep. What's available? People still get a PPP. PPP. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe I should try. Look. We need a one of those PPP yeah. loan. Um, what's going on with me? Same. Just working. Mm-hmm. Working. Coming up with rebranding podcast strategies. Um, yeah. I want to have a photo shoot. Like I want to get my uh, I want to get my makeup done and I want to take pictures, but I want to lose some weight first. So but I say that every year, so maybe I should just do it. Do it. Do it. I want to do, do it, it around my well, around my birthday would it would be right after my birthday. I think we took our last pictures in July. Can we can do that by July. I feel like that's attainable. I want no pictures now. Well, that's too damn bad. It's cold outside, and we need to I'm take them downtown. I'm saying we ain't gotta take them outside. We can take them in, in a studio? studio. In a studio. I thought we said we was waiting. You know, here. I always bring up Dara's song. I'm leaving the studio. We live in the studio. It's a party tonight. Shout out to Dara's. Look. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he so, made the song when he was like it, fourteen, like <laughs> literally, like seven, that's eighteen great. years that's ago. Great for a fourteen-year-old, I'll give him. It's that. a party like, tonight. That don't count. <laughs> it was a great song to me. Whatever you did, that's your, your friend, and as long as you love it, you like it. I love it. Exactly. It don't count. You go, Darius. You you uh, he, go, Darius. You support your friend. He's not a rapper anymore. At his heart, he probably is. At his core, he probably, he probably still be in the basement like, it's a party tonight. <laughs> we getting litty tonight. <laughs> um, all right. So it is Black History Month. And um, instead of doing the traditional like George Washington Carver, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, we've been doing like, you know, regular, not regular, but, you know, black people current black people that are out here being black and doing great things who me yeah <laughs> you yeah you we're wearing your brand yeah yes. definitely. definitely um so rebecca coleman was recently appointed as a judge in michigan's district court a moment that was made even more special because her father, who was also a judge, was the one who swore her in. Aww, Coleman, who attended law school at Wayne State University and also has a degree in theater from Michigan State University, is now the judge of Michigan's 32nd A District Court, which means that she will preside over the city of Harper Woods in Wayne County, Michigan. Prior to that, she was the founder of her own law firm. 
She posted about the remarkable moment with her father on her LinkedIn page where she shared a picture of both of them together. Many people have been congratulating Coleman for making history and also making comments about how young her father looks. Let me look at her dad. Okay, daddy. It's that salt and pepper beer for me. They look the same age. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> they look like brother and sister. <laughs> so they could pass. Shout out to Rebecca Coleman. Um, and that's, that's for them. Can you amazing? That's beautiful. Um, could you amazing? Could you imagine? Like, okay, so you going to school to be an esthetician and your dad being the one who like, I was an esthetician too. And like, he handing down the esthetician <laughs> book like, Thanks. <laughs> yeah, no. No, I can't I'm a, That's crazy. Are you considered a first? Do your parents have? Mm-mm. I'm a first. I know. I don't think you are. First generation college student? No, my dad. Yeah, your mom has her degree. But it's crazy how my parents was like pushing me to be a, uh, to go to college. I'm, and I'm thinking back like, I'm going to go finish. Mm, bro. Mother truckers. I'm not making Noah go to college if she don't. If she don't know what the fuck she want to do, I'm not paying for that shit. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, I'm just annoyed because it's three of us: my big brother, me, and my little sister. And out of all three of us, my mother made me go to school. Why me? Why you? Why me? Because she knew you was capable, Courtney. That's all. I don't like that. It's not helping. (laughs) We're struggling over here. Um, yeah, this one the kind of burnt mic because I feel like it's faced that way. Maybe that's better. Is that better? Is that better? Um, that's better. <laughs> um, so I'm torn because I didn't know what I was doing and like what I wanted to be when I went to college, but. I had an amazing undergraduate college experience. Mm. Even though I didn't go away far, I was only like an hour and 45 minutes from home. But I, though, them college years, like, those were some great years. And it's really more so the people I met and the experiences that I'd want Kennedy to go to college, even if she didn't know what she wanted to do now. I don't know how much money I'm going to have. A lot. By that time. So I don't want you wasting my money, even if it's just like a general studies degree mm-hmm. or whatever. But I, those were some like valuable years for me. Like I enjoy college a lot and I got a for lifetime souvenir. Right. A baby. Right. And but I at least I had the baby at the end. Like I graduated and then I had the baby. Yes. That's a blessing. I don't think that um, things are going to look the same when our kids graduate. Like, I feel like that was kind of the precedent set for us. It could be free by the time they do it. I feel like it was kind of the precedent set for us that we were supposed to go to college, but I feel like things are headed in such a way with entrepreneurship that that's going to kind of be the goal for a lot of Mm -hmm. kids when they're graduating. Um, Even, like, trade school or, you know, doing shit like going to cosmetology school, which is something you can start even earlier. Our high school offered it in high school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Going and going and doing like little programs where you'll be done. You don't because a lot of jobs. I mean, kids don't necessarily want nine to five jobs anymore. 
everybody wants to be an entrepreneur or a business owner of some kind. And I really think that eventually things are going to change in high school where that the goal isn't necessarily getting into a school. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be that. And I also don't think jobs are going to to be so heavily um, reliant on a you degree. need a, a four-year degree. Girl, the curriculum, I can't help Kennedy with her math homework. Everything the way that they're quickly. supposed to do math, their process of solving the problem is not how we were taught to solve the problem. Uh-huh. Everything is like, you know, we were basically taught like long division, long multiplication. Mm-hmm. And the way they do math now is like shortcut. Like this, uh, this three and this three equals this. And then these two numbers equal this. So this is the sum. So now a lot of the math is adding and multiplying smaller numbers to get the bigger number. And that's not what we was taught. And we were also taught to memorize three times three, Mm -hmm. three times four, three times five. That's not how they even do math. That's not even how they show their work. I can't help her with her math work. Yep. And the expectations are so different of these kids. I really think that by the time our kids get to graduating, around the time of graduating, the ideas the kids even have from watching, we watched our parents work nine to fives and still do. Our parents, my daughter might not watch me work a nine to five. She might look at me doing something else or us having a business or whatever it is and decide that they want to do, want to go a different route that isn't necessarily traditional. But I feel like a lot of kids are watching our generation have their own businesses and be entrepreneurs and not have to work for bigger companies, but trying to be the bigger companies. And I think it's going to look a lot different once they get older. So whatever my kid decides she wants to do, I'll support. But I'm definitely not going to push the way that I feel like everybody and my parents pushed for us to go strictly, like, go to school. Because there's so many more options now, and it's going to be way more open by the time they get older. We got a good, what, Kennedy got 10 years, 9 years? She turned 9, so. 9 yeah. years. Mm. Yep. I, I just go think quick. people be like, I want to be a business owner. I want to be a business owner. And then when they get in the shoes to be a business owner, they be like, oh. Yeah, this is a lot more work. step back. But <laughs> I, I was a lot of people are lazy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, working at HR, no one wants to come. To, I had somebody, I called them for an interview. She was asleep. So I said, do you want me to call you, call you back? You call me back. Right now we really need people. Do you, do you want me to call you back? She's like. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> so I'm like telling her about the job, telling her about the position. Okay, can you just send me an email of, you know, the location? Great, send you up email. At this point, I will hire anybody who will walk in the door that come to work on a daily basis. Uh, I'm not even drug testing no more. We'll talk later. I'm not even drug testing no more at this point. So You don't damn, give them a drug You really test? want their ass in there. No. Don't, aren't they working with machinery? Oh, I mean, I thought at this job there was too. No, not federal, but I need. Oh, but so she, I sent the email location. Please confirm. She said, like three minutes later, can I reschedule? You know what, sis? Don't even worry about it. You stay sleep. You know what I'm saying? So people don't want to work. Interview? Yeah. You're not even going to work. Yeah, people don't. People don't want to work no more, and I think. I don't know. I just feel like 
uh, our generation, not our generation, but like the up and coming generation is going to be comfortable with being like lazy. I don't think that it's necessarily lazy. It's just so many different ways to make money now. Mm-hmm. I don't have to come to work and work 10 to 10 because I can do DoorDash. five to 10 DoorDash orders and be okay. And mm-hmm. the money in my pocket can be in my pocket the next day or today. Mm-hmm. I think it's just so many other ways to make money that it's just like, I'm doing you a favor by being on time and not calling off because i can call off of work and still sign up for doordash today do doordash today and work four hours and probably get the same amount of money i was gonna make going to them people doing who are running them apps there's an app Brittany was just telling me yesterday that there's an app for laundry like laundry Mm -hmm. pickup service like you can go pick up somebody's laundry fold it like get it all done and drop it off to them you get paid for that you get paid instacart and shipped Mm. our grocery shopping mm-hmm. some of the amazon has um a thing where you literally just pick up stuff that's already like put together and drop it off to people and you get like a bundle like 70 something dollars some people wow. are making 70 dollars a mm-hmm. day at their job but the money that you would make because i've been thinking about leaving my job i'm dividing up what i'm making a day i'm making like 160 if mm. that that's before tax mm-hmm. you're taking out 160 a day is not shit when you have all these bills, the, you have all these bills. You and have all taxes. these different ways that you can make one six. I can make more than one sixty a day, right? And technically, be better off and still be able to afford to buy benefits. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just people have to traditionally the way that like people are employed through these bigger companies is not going to work. Yeah, not for these new kids who know better. Mm-hmm. Because we didn't, there weren't these options before for our parents. And and we also watched our parents go to work every day. And my kid hasn't watched me go to a physical building in two years. Mm-hmm. So now that you know it's other work from home opportunities mm-hmm. and I can sit in my drawers and be at a computer and take calls, you really, um, you really need more incentive. I need more incentive to want to go physically to work. Since I've been working from home for two years. Yeah. Mm. And then we like we're privy to more things, especially working in HR. So I'm gonna tell Kennedy, you know, if I had an issue with my boss, you know, it's just a job or even as a kid, but I'm gonna be like, uh uh-uh, uh, you need to call HR. Right. You need to do this, yeah. you need to do that. Because that people the past, they've been scared yeah, of their job. Right. Mm-hmm. You scared of you lose need your the job. job. The job really needs the you. The job you needs you. you. Like really. you said, you'll hire anybody. So they you need me more than I need you. I'm mm-hmm. not about to take your shit. And you they also don't pay you shit at most jobs. Not what they could be. Well now it's like people are coming in. Like, I know for sure my last company, like, we increased the salary of, you know, the hourly employees and even, like, the salaried employees because, like, people were so desperate. Mm -hmm. I seen, like, Wendy's, like, they had a a hiring sign for, like, $16 an hour. White Castle had one, too, for 15 That's crazy. I mean, not crazy. Flipping Burger's not that bad. But at this point, it's like, I mean... This master's degree, I can go flip a burger too. I mean, mm-hmm, right. with all the overtime and you know whatever that may occur, but and, and we, you can work for yourself. Really, you can be a contracted person for DoorDash and Shipped and Instagram, mm-hmm. and you're not 
do your own schedule. And yeah. Yeah. Pick your kid up when you need to. Yeah. Take you. Some of them let you have your kid with you. You can have your kid with you for DoorDash and Instacart. Yeah. And I with DoorDash, they even have that feature where they're like, okay, this is the order where you're going to have to go in for a while and maybe wait in the line. So mm. if you have a kid with you, then don't take this order. I remember I had a DoorDash and I had, they had issues finding my building. And so I went outside, and there was a whole baby in the car, and they was, like, playing lullaby music. <laughs> That's what me and, and uh, I was no like, don't get out. You don't slam the door. And I, like, went to the car and got the food and stuff. But it was, like, I was, like, wow, that's kind of lit. Just mm-hmm. ride around. I mean, that's ideal for a mom who maybe just had a, but don't have child care. <laughs> but, you know, my newborn going to sleep for four hours, and I can run these orders in and out. Um, but that was stay woke. <laughs> stay woke. Shout out to uh, shit. I closed it out, so I don't know her name. Rebecca Coleman, girl. Go girl. You go, Glen. Go, go, go you go. and your daddy. Y'all go. Tell your fine daddy. I said. Hey. Ah. <laughs> um. So, Courtney came with her last top <laughs> her topic last time. But she also came with her topics this time. So this... I love... That's my favorite kind of co-host. My favorite kind of co-host. You can you come back whenever like, you want. Jacqueline was like, um, you want to do? And I was like, okay, of course. It's Jessica. You What's know? your topic? What's your topic? I'm like, uh, give me to tonight. <laughs> People don't be wanting to put no thought into it. I'm like, come on. You know what you want to talk about. I got you. Got you. Um, so what... So I wrote down a couple... I wrote down what she's saying, and then I did a couple follow-up things. So, the first thing she texts me. First of all, I didn't know it was a topic. I thought she was saying she was toxic. (laughs) So, the first thing she said, hello, my name is blank, and I'm toxic, and I kind of like it. But I thought she was just telling me she was toxic. And I responded like, yeah, be like this sometimes. (laughs) But she was like, oh, no, that's my topic. I was like, oh, okay. I like See, that. I know a friend. I just want to disclaimer this. I know a friend who likes that. Sure. Friend. <laughs> I got somebody Everybody who I know who be like that. To the be like. <laughs> friend. So all of this is based off my friend. Mm-hmm, your friend. Your toxic friend. My toxic friend. So. Um, I'm really not toxic. I mean, I haven't been toxic this year. Was she? What the friend did like, was pretty toxic. What's, what did the friend do this week that was toxic? So, um, the friend doesn't like to, like, end things with the opposite sex that they're dealing with. So, the friend came up with an idea to have the dude end things with her so she could feel better. hmm Ain't nothing wrong with that. No. That's not toxic. But like, I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then what happened? <laughs> so the thing that, that was the friends, like, did to kind of, like, gaslight the situation, Um, the guy oh. being like, hey, I'm sorry, let's start over. And the friend was like, mm-mm, we can't do that because we need to talk about X, Y, and Z. And he was like, my friend said <laughs> My friend said he was just like, you know, let's start over. I'm going to tell the real story when she done, but go ahead. Let's start over. Yeah, because Jessica know the friend too. So let's start <laughs> over. And the friend was just like, no, let's not start it's over. Not let's talk. Let's talk about our feelings. 
And <laughs> oh, why would I do that to my friend? <laughs> to your friend's friend. That's <laughs> so, our friend. Yeah. So it was just like this. The moral story is at the end of the day, we were just like they were just like we can't do this no more. Okay, scenario time. You're on the app. You meet a guy. He's real cool. You like him. A little older. Older niggas have their things, but he's oh, cool. Going back, back. And you find out that he has um, health problems. Not even like one specific health problem, but just health problems. In and out the hospital. He has money because he's like an entrepreneur, has uh, like, he has money. So money, not the problem, but he has health issues. So you kind of feeling like catfished a little bit because I didn't know you had these health issues until after we started talking, come to find out when we started talking, you were in like the hospital, like kind of offer it, but weren't completely honest. So what, wait, 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 what kind of health issues? Health issues, just in and out. The is it like his heart is the nigga going to die? Or is he just always in He's hospital? not in good health. Like, is he diabetic? Kidney issues. Ooh, like failing kidneys? Yeah, like he he's fucked up. Yeah, like. So he has health problems okay. and gets COVID. So oh, on wait. top of it. Gets COVID and then gives the friend COVID. <gasps> the son well. gives the friend and the, the guy COVID. Both of them. So he's in the hospital, but you, you trying didn't to come, say anything. Like you trying to come to terms with about the, health the COVID? Shit. No. Oh hell no. Okay, sorry. My Maya, my Maya okay. from Girlfriends came Go out. Go ahead. So, um, <laughs> you're worried. You're already worried about yourself because you have COVID, but you know he has a history of health issues. He kind of going ghost. You're not sure if he's in the hospital because he hasn't said it, but you call the hospital. <laughs> And he's in the hospital. And then, like, days later, he finally says, like, yeah, I've been in the hospital. But you ain't even heard from the nigga. Like, the nigga is, like, silent. I thought he was, I thought, she thought he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> the friend thought well, that he was you. dead. <laughs> ain't no, I got PTSD. So, okay. the health thing has already been, like, a thing. Like, ugh. Do I really want to deal with a nigga that got these health issues? But now it's like coming to a head. So the conscious decision has been made that I can't do this with this nigga. And instead of being, you know, honest, like, you know, your health is a problem for you, clearly. <laughs> but I don't want to, you ain't not even bringing Nobody up the health. Just, just, no, you don't want to say that. It's being mean. You're mean if you don't fuck with the nigga with one arm. Like, you you foul. <laughs> um, so, while, <laughs> while I have, while when you get out the hospital and we finally talk, I pick a fight. Okay, wait, I pick wait, a, wait, wait. You said that y'all, that her and the friend, him and, him and the friend never had sex? Mm-mm. Okay. I Go pick on. a fight and I say I pick a fight knowing that it's gonna set you off and I say yeah while we was in quarantine my ex brought me some soup and that turns into an argument but from there you know but he wasn't talking to you you're able right? to like sever ties based off the argument of picking a fight but it's a lie the oh. ar- the argument is a lie is that toxic no that's not toxic no 
What is it? It's trying to get a nigga away from you without having to be a bitch. You are being like a bitch. You picked a fight. So? He don't know that you picked it by lying. He? Well, he don't know all I just, She just felt like... <laughs> she just felt like it was not... I, I mean, she got catfished pretty much. By the like, health issues. Exactly. And then, like... We talked about that on the last episode. Kind of being like, hey... Hey, um, you know, I'm fine. It's good. You know, these issues are only temporary. And then when the person gets feelings, <laughs> gets feelings, you know, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, by the way, this is not a temporary thing. This is an ongoing thing. How long were they talking? <laughs> for like, what, three months? Yeah. Three months is not too soon for me to, I mean, too long for me to ghost somebody. But I'm the queen of ghosting a nigga. Yeah, I just didn't want to And I feel be... like it's kind of the equivalent. She just didn't, <laughs> she just didn't want to be like, I mean, y'all, it's clear. It was me. But I just didn't want to <laughs> be like um, rude to him because I knew what he was going through at that time. And I needed a way out to just like remove myself. But didn't you say he kind of stopped talking to you? No. So he was like. He had COVID, mm-hmm. so and he had all those other issues. So he was kind of like didn't have strength to like be like, oh, let me call her and whatever. And I just first of all, first of all, first of all, that's a lot for any woman to deal with, especially in like a new situation. in a brand new situation. You're mm-hmm. already had nobody wants to come into a new situation. Whether it's health issues, issues with your baby mama. Issues with your finances. Nobody wants to come into a new thing mm-hmm. and already have problems. Right. At the very beginning, because you just imagine how it's going to look like in the future. You're, like, you're already older than me. You're having issues. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at how our future looks mm-hmm. because your future is looking dull, hun. i I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fucked up, but... I mean, realistically, if you're looking for a lifetime partner, because I think about that sometimes, like sometimes I'm a little toxic because I pick older partners Mm -hmm. who I know I realistically may not like actually date because I don't necessarily want, well, I do probably want my nigga to die before me, but I don't want to be taking care of no nigga in diapers. Yeah. And if you got 20 years on me, I'm going to end up taking care of a nigga in diapers. So realistically, I feel like that's, I don't think that's wrong of you to not. I feel like you honestly did an admirable thing by not ghosting the nigga. Because you could have just stopped talking to him. But you at least picked the fight. So it looked like this is why I stopped. Like I had a reason. Because he was like, well, let's call it. And I was like, oh, great. Perfect. Great. Yeah. Well, That's not toxic at all. And at least you had closure. Yeah. Because I leave everything with no closure. And then he's like, you know, still like texting and want to talk to me and things like that. That's when you start forward. ghosting And then I was just like, yeah, no. We called it, though, remember? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I was like, I I, I just not doing it. But yeah. I wish that person a the best life. of luck. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing but the best. Nothing yeah. but the best. And <clears throat> I don't think you're toxic for that, friend. So what's the most toxic thing know. you've ever done? We're going to go on a row. Ooh, you nosy. <laughs> I go first. Yes. Whoever yes. has whoever got their shit together first, because I gotta think. I'm not that toxic. 
that I can think of. I'm good. So I have been in a relationship with a person and they moved on and after they were like, you know, I don't want to, we're done. And I'm like, I'm done. And then I seen that they were like moving on and I was like, <laughs> Hey, hey, like, let's talk. I need, like, a closure conversation. I need closure. Like, I I need that. And I wanted closure again. Girl. <laughs> like, let's have a closure conversation. And then that kind of last, that lasted a few more, like, months until I was just like, girl, you need to, like. Let it go all the way. Let it go. You don't be ready to let it go all the way sometimes. Yeah. You'd be like, yeah, okay, I know I should. It's like phases to it. Like, okay, you got the idea of maybe not talking no more. And then it's like, okay, I need to start putting this in motion. And then it's like, okay, you kind of wing yourself off. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you relapse a little bit, and then you got to do that step a few times before you actually. Yeah. And this was like a, what, a few years ago. So I'm not exactly no more. I think I, like, overcame that. I don't want to be toxic because first I was like, that was like, me being comfortable and like I was kind of like getting off on it and like laughing about it and friends like ah I just one thing I could do is be toxic but I'm just like winking myself off that mm-hmm. so I would say that would, would be like my most toxic it's thing like oh you looking happy over here without me let me go let me you come up. and see what's, what's <laughs> going on over here you still happy you know I'm here how you feeling now I don't necessarily think, I feel like people have to do things to me first to have a, like my reaction may more so be toxic than me actually doing something toxic. Like you had to have done or said something to me first or I, you did something to make me feel away before I just do some toxic shit. But I don't, I don't think that, I feel like the last time I felt like it wasn't even one specific thing. It was just like me and the person were doing toxic things. Like you said, like text in the middle of the night, like long ass paragraphs or going weeks and months without talking and just be like, I can't wait until we get back together. We're going to be just like, like just out of the blue or you know, every once in a while, this nigga still be like, so you really done? You're done? Like, bitch. I haven't talked to you in six months. What do you mean? Like, so just, you done done. Um, so now, I mean, last year I definitely would have fell into the shit and I'm really working on, um, not responding mm. because anytime I respond with what I'm really feeling or really thinking, it really just makes the situation worse. And I kind of feel like, now I have the upper hand, kind of, because mm-hmm. you're spiraling off and you sending these I'm text messages you and, call, good, don't it? and calling and texting Woo! and calling. And then, like, and me not saying anything yeah. with my current thing is, we'll see if it's still current when that's going on. But with my um, current situation, like, he digs himself in a bigger hole. Mm by himself Mm -hmm. and he can't feed off of me saying or doing anything because I'm not saying or doing anything and maybe that's toxic (laughs) maybe that's toxic too I don't know but I'm really learning to control my tongue 
and just either write it down and even not even being so quick to phone a friend because sometimes I'll be like oh this nigga is pissing me off and then I go like telling my friend like what's going on but like even recently I just sat with the information and like just watched tv and kind of just like kept it in and let it process for a little out for a little bit some hours or a day or whatever and then talk about it because how you give it to your friend changes things too so telling you in the moment versus telling you three hours four hours with it by yourself yeah that just changes things so i i don't think that i intentionally do anything toxic but Mm -hmm. if somebody give it to me i may do it back Mm -hmm. but i'm also not a person no shade but i don't i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna just I'm going to just cut you deep. I'm going to say some shit that's the truth and that you know is the truth, but it's fucked up to say. That's That's why your mama on crack and your dad on heroin and your baby uh, got a rash because your your baby mama didn't change the diaper for a day and a half with your stinking booty ass baby. That's clearly made up. That's what you... Oh, that's what you would say. (laughs) But it's the truth, though. You can't handle the truth. Mm. But what? How can you come back from that? Right? You can't come back from that. So you can't be retoxic again. If it's truly a toxic person, they gonna read you back. They gonna call you out on your shit. Everybody got their shit. They gonna call you back out on it. Yeah. Or they're going to call you on some shit you didn't do. Or, they're going to find something to say. Yeah, they're just going to find some more fucked up shit to say. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, damn. <laughs> my most toxic shit is definitely ignoring the fuck out of niggas. I have... Uh, the silent treatment is, like, my favorite weapon. That's my weapon of choice every time completely shutting the fuck up and not saying shit and letting niggas spiral the fuck that's where she learned that shit letting niggas spiral out of control as i watch subconsciously learn that because i she used to be so against it like that's i used to respond oh i'm gonna say something i'm gonna send this man it would literally like be burning in me to respond i'd be like please just get the silent treatment is gonna work so much better and i will shut but i also it works against me too because mm-hmm. sometimes I need to say some shit and I won't at all. But I ignore niggas. I text, uh, I'll text niggas, a whole bunch of niggas on my phone who <laughs> I know really want to talk to me when I'm not getting you attention that I want. the same message? Like, hey. Hey, big head, hey, big no, head. No, I'll hey, give them their own hey, personal message because I got my own relationship with all my niggas. Hey, little head, hey, big <laughs> Hey, little head. Hey, big head. Hey, big dick. What's going on? <laughs> um, I shut down on purpose and not say shit when my feelings get hurt. Or I'll run off and start talking to somebody else. Mm. Because I just want some attention. And I'm not getting it from the person that I want it from. Um, And like I just said, I'll date men who I know I don't necessarily have a future with. Because that's the most. That's the one. I'm not, I know it's not going to go anywhere and I self-sabotage myself. But let me tell you about the one time. (laughs) My ex-boyfriend, I was young when I started this shit young. But when I was like 18 
we had um I was mad about something. Like I feel like he told me he got me something and didn't. Mm. And I just felt like you never had to say shit to me about ha- like getting me. So it was just so stupid. Mm-hmm. So I was at work one day and I texted him and was like, I was like, you didn't have to send me flowers. That was so sweet. And he was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, <laughs> the flowers you sent me. And he was like, I didn't send you any flowers. I was like, <gasps> <laughs> oh my god oh my gosh i'm like well who are these <sighs> okay well i'm gonna i'm gonna talk to you later oh, <laughs> i should do that because <laughs> nigga where are my things bitch right where are my things i want my thing and it's the competition out here you? yes because i you need could, you to know that you're it's not the only one that it's another nigga that's about to get your ass man that's about to have you stupid I haven't used that one in a long time, but Stupid. I'm using it. I thought about the other. I actually thought about the other day when it was another nigga trying to come over. Well, a nigga who hadn't been around, and I was gonna go get myself some flowers and like plant this little ring that the last nigga I was talking to left in my Dang. house. But I'm a spiteful bitch. I'm mm. very. It never works out well for you, friend. Mm-mm. But I, I self sabotage. I set myself up from failure from the beginning. I'll think of the spiteful shit, but I ain't gonna do it. Oh, I'm gonna do it. I'm I wanted to be spiteful last night. And then night. I'm going to act shocked. I'm going to act so shocked. When <gasps> you find I'm going to be, or I'm going to play dumb. Like, you come in and be like, who are these flowers from? I'm going to be like, my friend got them for me. Or I'll say something. I'll say, I'll tell the truth. And I know you're not going to believe me. Mm. I'll be like, I bought them. They be like, bitch, you bought yourself motherfucking flowers and put them on the table. And I did. <laughs> and I do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I also got. <laughs> a nigga clothes somewhere stashed in my house somewhere that I can drop somewhere and make look crazy. Damn, you like fully committed. And then I've been single for a long time. Yeah. But I haven't talked to anybody who I would actually date. So I just be playing games. All types of stupid ass games. Mm. And I be winning all types of stupid ass prizes. You're the winner. So what's the um so we talked about being toxic things that we've done. So what's a bad habit that you want to break? Like what's something that you do that could may or may not be toxic, but you know you need to stop doing it or want to stop doing Shutting it. Shutting the fuck down and not communicating. That is terrible. That's the <laughs> one for me. That's terrible. Across, Not even with dude, with everybody. With everybody. Oh, okay. Yeah, with everybody. I won't, I won't say shit. Write a letter. I just feel like once I start, once I get to feeling like my feelings going to get hurt, mm, we're done. Mm-hmm. We're done. Not, we're not risking me looking stupid. I don't make myself look stupid for nobody. Mm-hmm. And I know when it's coming, and I'm right every time. That's why I have a wall up with men, because I, after my last, I mean, nobody, none of my friends may consider it a heartbreak, but after my last, like, heartbreak, I'm like, I can't do hate this again. Nigga, hate the nigga. Hate the, yes. I can't. <laughs> I was literally like, I cannot go through this emotional distress over a man again. Like, I, I had her sick. I mm. don't have it in me to do that. So, unfortunately for the next one, like, it's a wall up. It's still a wall up. And I feel like, you know, we've, it's been 
damn near five months. And nigga ain't perfect. He ain't making it no better. But I have a wall up because I feel the need to protect my feelings. And even though I do have a, there, the, there are definitely feels, but I can't fully be vulnerable with him. Because the last time I feel like I was, that shit did not work in my favor. Yeah, I don't, I feel like. When I don't we know first, when I'll be able to fully be like that with someone again. I feel like when we first met, you were very like that like oh if i give this then they're gonna get like you had the expectation and i've never had that i'm the complete opposite like i was telling her the other day is for me it's guilty until proven innocent mm-hmm. so i feel like i don't trust you until you give me a reason to she was always like if i give this then i'll get, get this back. back but you do not that's not how yeah. dating works that's not how people work that's not even how friends work sometimes mm-hmm. i done had so many niggas and people in general just do me wrong as hell mm-hmm. you can't really expect you have to really just hope for the best. Like, you have to hope that your intuition leads you to the right places. But you really know when you're doing something that, like, it's the difference between wanting something to work out and knowing that it's right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes we get so hopeful and wanting something to be what we want it to be and what we want it to look like that we don't look at the real of the situation. Because it's red flags that be flagging and waving and flashing and lights mm-hmm. and we're like, wait, I love it here. We dancing, having a disco, and it's not that. We are supposed to run, bitch, run. We're supposed to be getting the fuck home. Jesus, is that you? Did you bring this man? No. <laughs> Send okay. another sign. No. Send another sign. Well, I can't read, so I can't. I don't, I'm not going to listen to that. I can't read. I can't see no. this. Is that you? Bruh. I said no. Don't give a fuck. So I feel like it's just, I feel like we all have bad, that's a bad habit of a lot of women is having the expectation that people are going to do you how you do them. You cannot expect that from people. It's a beautiful thing to have someone who does, Mm -hmm. but it's rare to have someone who actually, who you can actually like really put your trust in Yeah, and who you have that mutual feeling with mm-hmm. like it's hard to even to find people in general to find friends to find mates yeah. family your family will treat you like shit yeah i would say i'm like looked up when it comes to the friend department because i have only like a small amount of friends and like most of my friends are like family too mm-hmm. um but when it comes to guys and i was telling jessica like when it comes to guys like i know one thing like they gonna let me down so during an argument, mm-hmm. I'm like, I haven't made time for you because I have work, I have my business, I have my family and friends, and then it'll come, you know, my man or a relationship after because mm-hmm. I'm not about to, like, put my man Before first. all of the things Before. you already trust. Yeah, yeah, and it's like my friends have been so consistent in my life I would hate to be like, this nigga gone. I'm back, y'all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've had friends like that, and that's a shitty feeling. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. shitty both ways mm-hmm. for them to come back, and it's shitty for them to leave. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely, I understand. I've gotten into it with past partners about how much I like put my friends before them, mm-hmm. but okay. Yeah, like my <laughs> friends fine. are like literally like family. I'm not fucking my friends, so yeah. unless yeah. I'm gonna get them bitches some pussy, then I don't know <laughs> the fuck you complaining about, my nigga. <laughs> hey, okay. Good as it gets. <laughs> right. Uh, what more you want from me? But it was okay. 
I'm going to say that my bad habit is... I was about to is, say, what was your bad habit? My bad habit is, I mean, it's being too honest. It's being too... And again, I've definitely worked on it. It's been worked on, but that just be, has been because of... It didn't get me nowhere. Mm-hmm. So, um, what's another? Let me think of something else. Another bad habit... Um, Until you figure out something, I know I like okay a situation. I'm like okay, okay, mm. okay. <laughs> Even though you okay. know you're not okay with it, yeah. that's the same thing I do. Let me call out. Jessica and tell her what I really feel, Bruh. and that's like like. And then this like, nigga should be like, what did you say? Okay. And then she be like, how she say it though is so like, damn. I guess I should have said that. Why you just didn't say that? Did you tell him that? Well, like, damn, no. I didn't think <laughs> that's that. me being honest. <laughs> I didn't think of that. No. Um, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> tell Send him. Send him in a text. Right. Tell him. My tell friend. him how you feel. Tell him how I Jessica <laughs> made me realize that. Uh, my other bad habit is, um, I'm going to say, too many chances. Mm. I give niggas a lot of chances. I feel like that's most. Well, yeah, that's most. I give, I but. And but I um I'm a real total picture kind of person and I'll be like, this is a bump, but overall everything's fine. Everything else has been okay. No, I ain't gonna say fine, but everything else has been okay. And we just have this bump and then everything's I'm a total picture. Uh, totally I think this could work mm-hmm. in total, but we having these little bumps. And sometimes the bumps need to just be mm-hmm. stopped. Mm-hmm. This bump caused to stop. And I'm it's more so with uh I feel like with friends too. Like I I just give chances and it more so for me to end it, it has to be a big thing that I can't come back from. I, like yeah. you forced my hand and now I can't fuck with you no more. I'm usually not the person to end something, which is why I feel like I've had friendships and relationships taken. Like, well, they, not necessarily they feel like they've been taken from me, but it's not me that's ending things. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to, and if it's somebody I really, like, I had a hard time letting go of a friend who I don't talk to anymore because she had to, she had to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, she had to cut me in that way where I was like, okay, you're capable of that. When it comes to men, because I don't have any expectations of you, mm-hmm. I'm going to deal with a lot of shit. But in my own way, like, mm-hmm. you're dealing with shit for me, too. Right, right. Because I feel like, okay, if I'm not going to let you go, then I'm going to deal with shit how I want to. Yeah. But I'll let you do some stupid shit, but it becomes a pattern. Mm-hmm. Like, I know what you do. I yeah. have an expectation of you, and the expectation is not being, it's it's being met at a certain point because mm-hmm. you're expecting bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, it's about time for you to bullshit around. Cool. Mm-hmm. Here it comes. Yeah. I'm like, this is really, really good. In this department, he does this so well. Mm-hmm. This is so if he amazing. could just change this. This part right here, yes. and that'd be big, Is that'd be huge. And I'd just be like, but this part right here is just, I focus on, like, the good of it. And then mm-hmm. be like, but what about that? And then it'd be a whole bunch of what about that until, I know, the past, it was just like, Okay, dumb dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like right. Leave that alone. Like you're yeah. retard. You're yeah. retard to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'ma do this quick scenario. It's kinda long, but I'm gonna read it quick. Okay. 
My girlfriend, 28 female, and I, 29 male, have been together for almost eight years now. As far as I was concerned, she was faithful and never gave me a reason to doubt her. Sometime in October, she told me about a friend of hers, Fiona, I'd never heard of. I just assumed it was an old friend she lost touch of and thought nothing of it. Fiona had cheated on her boyfriend with a new guy and was scared to tell her boyfriend and had wanted advice. We talked about it and I said, if it were me, I'd break up with her once she confessed. We didn't talk about this friend of hers till a couple weeks ago. She said that Fiona had gotten pregnant this time for a new man she hooked up with and was going to get an abortion. Mm -hmm. My girlfriend offered to go with her to the clinic, which I chalked up to her being supportive. She broke her phone recently and was using an old one of mine. She didn't log my account out, and I got a calendar notification about a post-abortion checkup. I snooped a little and found out that the appointment was for her. I was a little freaked out, to be honest, because I thought I'd gotten her pregnant and she didn't want to tell me and went through an abortion alone. It didn't even occur to me that it would have been for her friend. When I confronted her about not telling me she was pregnant, she broke down and started apologizing. She got pregnant and didn't know who the father was, so she got an abortion. The whole Fiona thing was made up. She's been having an affair, and Fiona is supposed to be an alter ego. She used to confess so she'd feel better about the whole thing. I feel so lifeless. I have never even gone beyond a friendly chat with any woman since we started dating. It's been all about her for eight years, and she threw it all away. I'm mad about the possibility of the baby being mine, but now we'll never know. I just feel so empty inside and don't know how I can move on from this. Advice. Saw that one coming. Mm-hmm. Bitch talking about her friend that goddamn she asking for advice on her own shit from the nigga, and he telling, "Oh Lord, 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 Lord." Poor guy. Yeah, that. I always say it's easy to say cheating is a deal breaker, but it ain't necessarily always a deal breaker. Yeah, no. But the line that can come from the cheating and the length someone is willing to go to to do the cheating and to do the dirty shit is enough for me to break up with your ass. And eight years is a long time. So I ain't telling my man to break up with her because that's a whole almost decade of your life that you've been with this person. But that's a lot, big dog. Cheating, getting pregnant, not knowing who the dad is. You out here fucking raw. If you're going to be out here fucking, at least protect yourself. And me. And me. Yeah, and there's so many, like, conscious plan B. Bro. You letting niggas nut in you? Yeah, that's... That's tough. Yeah. Nut in you and you not on any kind of birth control and then you coming home and doing it to me? Mm. That's that's tough. I don't know about that one. But I... Kennedy Donor had a baby. Two babies. Twins. And I took that nigga back. So, uh, in the famous <laughs> words of Janae, you gonna do what you wanna do. <laughs> Do what you want. Take yeah, her back. Yeah, no, I think, I mean. Take if, her back, get her pregnant, and live a blissful life of happiness. If it was if a she guy. Wants you. If that was a guy in that situation and the girl found out that the girl, the side girl, got an abortion, She'd stay. she would stay. So I would say stay with her and make sure she don't do it again. If How she you gonna wants make sure you because she having a, she's been having a full blown affair and fucking that nigga raw. And fucking niggas raw ain't no joke. 
So are you saying it's different for a woman to have sex raw compared to a man not wearing a condom? I think women... Like a woman is more wrong for doing it? No. Hell no. No. <laughs> I would never say that. <laughs> what I'm saying is um, it's wrong to... It's wrong to bring the shit back home to him, but it's also... How's she playing abortion off? Obviously, these niggas not having sex that much. But I feel like if he... I just feel like you get you get attached. That's what, I'm, that's what I meant when I said it's no joke. Like, you get attached when you're having raw sex and you're letting both these men come in you. Your shit is confused. You're confused, and she. But I'm saying raw sex is no joke because she might have feelings for that other nigga. Clearly, so he needs to figure that out before. And how long you been to, with this dude? Mm-hmm. I got some follow up questions. I like to hear her side of the story. I need some more info. I need to talk to Fiona. He may. may. If you, if the guy was your friend and he came to you about this, what would you tell him? Leave that bitch. Fuck that hoe. Yeah, fight. We got to fight. But I also know it's unrealistic to cut off that long of a relationship. Like, we going to have to go to some counseling. I would never be able to tell none of my friends because I'm not leaving. We're definitely going to need a break. (laughs) We're going to need a break. And we're going to need some therapy. And I'm, you have to rebuild my trust. Mm -hmm. Um, and really decide, like, do we want to be together forever? Because if the answer is I don't know, then we don't. It ain't no point in staying together no more. It's because you've been together for eight years. I mean, you need to be together for no, eight years. People eight get more. divorced after 20, 30 years. So, you know, that's fucked up. Sorry to this man. Yeah, now when you think about it, like, eight years, like, you think, like, how long was it? You lied to me. Man. You put me in jeopardy. Like, all of that. Like That's a lot. You killed my child, like, my potential child, you know, and you didn't even, like, give him the ability to be like, I know you made a mistake. Let's figure this out together. You know what I'm saying? One thing I tell my niggas all the time, like, if you feel like, you need to not be with me or not talk to me, please let me know. Like, don't drag the shit. Like, if you really think, if you questioning it, questioning me or unsure or even thinking about, like, yeah, this shit ain't going right, just say it. Say, I'm a big girl. I can take it. I'd rather you say it than disappoint me in the future. I might Mm -hmm. be sad in the moment, but you continuing the shit and Doing some even worse shit and then make is life way miserable. worse. Now I'm mm-hmm. crying in the corner eating ice cream. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. <gasps> I loved you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and the words of my cousin, she'd be like, go forth and be blessed. Please. If that's not with me, hey, that's okay. Low what rate. you gotta do? That's all right. Um, You got a jam of the week? I do. So I've been really like um, into this like country Christian rock. <laughs> and she it's told so me like this. therapeutic. And I've been listening to it like consistently. And it's called A Million, a million Little Miracles. Mm, and like how like you that. just counting all the like, even though it'd be a whole bunch of other like bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you, you do technically like a whole bunch of them. So 
I've been jamming that. I was listening to that on my way here. I'm going to listen to you. I was going to do it. <laughs> Mine is um, Molly by Lil Dicky. How'd that go? <clears throat> <laughs> hmm. Okay, it's a wrap. Hold on. Let me think. Okay. So he start off talking. and He'd be like, man, this is the softest shit that I ever wrote. But it's about something I really care about. And that's you. And that's true. Really wish that I didn't care about you anymore, but I do. What do I do when the rap life make a young do something that like make it do something rap like being broke up even though we had like thinking that's what I should have done. Wanting you back within the fact that I always put just second to rap and then that's my nigga. I love Lil Dicky. Lil Dicky was on the song with Chris Brown. Yeah, Friday, Freaky Friday, Freaky Friday. He got his show was funny. Yeah, the show. Yes. On FX, it's really funny. I will watch it. I like Lil Dicky. I like his music a lot. But I've been bumping Molly. That's my shit. I'm a, I'll send it to you guys. My jam of the week. I just was going through like some songs. And I'm going to do Dorinda Clark Cole. It's an old gospel song called I'm Still Here. Mm. And on the vamp part, she's like, or the choir's like, I am still here. It's by the grace of God. Amen. Amen. So... so that's just uh, um, one thing uh, somebody asked me was like, you know, what would you what would you change like about your situation or what would you what do you wish was different about things? And I was like, I never know how, but some kind of way things just work out. The bills get paid. I got gas. I'm not hungry. Everything just works out. Even when I be like, bro, how am I about to pay for this? How am I about to do this? How am I going to get through this week? I don't know. But I'm still here. And it's just by the grace of God. So some things I just don't even worry about anymore, like financial stuff, because I know I'm going to get paid eventually. Some money's going to come in from somewhere, whether it's gifted to me or I get a gas gift card or McDonald's, I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. We'll so, it and it's it's not even figuring it out. It just it happens. happens. It just mm-hmm. happens. So, that's going to be my jam of the week. Hallelujah. Glory. Yes. That's a testimony. So, everyone, make sure you're following us on Instagram. We don't really do the Facebook thing. It's kind of too much work, and it's not user-friendly. So, make sure you're following us. Y'all get on Tashi. Please. Make sure y'all follow on the Instagram at what up pod. Our personal pages are in the bio. Make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe. Like, rate, review, subscribe. We're on the kickback on Tuesdays. Kickback on Tuesday, everywhere else. On Wednesdays, everywhere else. On Wednesday. Catch us on YouTube when you catch it. The shit don't be loaded. I don't know what to tell you. Tashi be going through it. I be doing my best. She be trying to get it on there. It don't want to go on there. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know why the bitch don't want to just go. Um, Shout out to everybody listening. I have to start today. Uh, We got merch. Here's a hat. I brought a hat for the camera and forgot to put it on the other episodes, but it say what up though? Some distressed denim. What up, we got some lighter, uh, dark denim. We got black. What up though? Hit us up in the DM. Link in the bio. It go down in the DM. I yes. might even ship it to you for free if you're nice. We'll see. <laughs> yes. Um, thanks for listening, y'all. What up though? What up though? What up though?